We've been so deep into evangelism, we know every type. Amen. But because it's Christmas time, I want to give you this message right here concerning the one we're celebrating. See, this is Christmas. We're celebrating Jesus the Christ, the word of God. Amen. The living word of God. That's what we're celebrating. Amen. So the scripture says, in the beginning was the word. <laughs> and the word was with God. And the word was God. So let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at that. Amen. Because we celebrate. This is the time of year. Amen. That we celebrate Christ, the whole world. We celebrate and win. Every day. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But the whole world decides to celebrate him uh, this time of year, right? Amen. So look at John 1 and verse 1. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. So God is his word, right? And that's what we got to protect in our lives. I'm going to get that in your spirit today. <laughs> Well, he said that it struck something, it made something happen. We got to protect the word of God. Amen. Look at verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. So this same word was in the beginning with God. Amen. Look at verse 3. All things were made by him. What was made by him? Everything. And without him was not anything made that was made. Everything was made by him, saints. And guess how he made all things? Guess how he made them? How did he make all things? With his word. He just spoke it. Amen. He made everything with his word, saints. Let there be light. What happened? It was light. Amen. Look at verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. See how life is in him. Ooh, well, you learned this one right here. You don't have to worry about all that other mess that's going on. Amen. My life is in Christ. Amen. The word. What is, what is him? The word. My life is in the word. Huh? God swore about it. Where the stuff that's happening to me, God swore it was going to happen. Amen. I just agree. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And thanked him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Yes. <laughs> See why we have to protect the saints? Our life is in it. <laughs> Got to protect that word. The life is what lights us up. Amen. God's word gives our life the purpose and lights us up. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 5. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Well. See, when darkness comes on you, and you have that light shining in you, yeah. it doesn't understand you. you. It can't do anything with you. you. <laughs> See, darkness doesn't comprehend light. So to navigate our life clearly, we need God. He's the light of the world. He illuminates our life. Makes the path bright. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. We got that bright path in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at this earthly illustration I'm going to give you all of a heavenly truth, saints of God. Because I got a question. 
It says, in the beginning was the word. But where did the word come from? That's the question. <laughs> Think about that. Ponder that one. Where did the word come from? It says it was in the beginning, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> but it came from somewhere, right? Well, that's why I want to give you the earthly illustration of, the, of a heavenly truth. Because Jesus is the living word. Well, where did he come from? <laughs> Amen. So I want to talk about his hometown, where he was born. Amen. Because God's word, again, saints, is so fulfilling and meaningful. It's all connected and has a purpose. Remember, he just don't say things and just frivolous things. That's why his word is alive. Amen. Amen. So let's break it down. <laughs> all right. In the Hebrew, the word bet means a place or a house. Amen. And the word lehem in Hebrew means bread. Amen. <laughs> so if you put these two words together, you come up with the place where Christ was born. Bethlehem. Amen. That's where he was born. Amen. That's where he came from. Amen. Where did the word come from? Bethlehem. Amen. See, again, all God's word has meaning. He doesn't speak just to be speaking, saints. It's all his purpose. It all has purpose and it all has meaning. So the place of bread or the house of bread, amen, God's word is something else, isn't it? He comes from the place of bread or the house of bread. That's why you just can't read the word of God. You have to study it. <laughs> Let me tell you this. This was so funny. So Carlton and I was running to the store yesterday, right? And Carlton made this statement to me in the car. He said, Daddy, I've been reading my Bible a lot. I'm enjoying it so much. I'm learning so much. And then he said, but the word of God, you can't just read it. You got to study it. I said, oh, you in the word for tomorrow. You, God, God sent you the messenger. God sent you to confirm the word for tomorrow. That's exactly what he said. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, the Bible talks about natural bread representing life. Amen. That's why, based, that's why uh, bread is so important. Because it sustains us. Amen. It keeps us alive. Yes. It's what we need. Yes. Oh, Y'all want me to show you something worldly? <laughs> Some call money bread. They say it sustains us. It keeps us alive. <laughs> we use it to buy things, right? Yes. <laughs> but you all remember when Satan was trying to tempt Jesus. He told, he told him to turn the rocks into bread. Yes. Right? Yes, <laughs> Because they knew Jesus was hungry and bread sustains life. Amen. But Jesus knew that's not all man's need to sustain life. <laughs> Jesus knew that. So he told him, man not only lives by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. <laughs> See, man that just lives on bread alone is jacked up. <laughs> Amen. If you just living on your own understanding, what you think you should be doing, what you purpose for your life, everything, every feeling, every emotion that you have, you jacked up. That's why we have to protect the word of God. That's our real life. 
We must live on bread and every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Just like, he, just like the word of God told us. Amen. So again, I want to talk about the place where Jesus was born in relationship to him. Amen. His life, his purpose. And that was Bethlehem. So turn quickly. Let's look at Luke chapter 2 and verse 4. Watch this, saints. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You know, God just dropped something in my spirit like that. This wasn't in it, but I'm going to give it to you quickly. So when Jesus was born uh, and those wise men were going to see him, uh, and, and uh, the king, who was a Herod, wanted a report from them, right? Yeah. Said, y'all go and y'all, y'all see him and y'all come back and give me a report. That's right. But they didn't do that. That's right. They went another way. That's right. Why did they do that? Elder Willie, let me tell you why, because you told me. They was protecting the word of God. Yeah. <laughs> that just dropped in my spirit just as I was standing about to read this. They, you got to protect the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. Yeah. They said, we can't go back and give him a report. He's going to try to kill him. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord God. Look at Luke chapter 2 and verse 4. It says, and Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, yes. because he was of the house and the lineage of David. Yes. So Joseph, because he was of the lineage of David, went to Judea, which is called Bethlehem. Now, why do y'all know where he went to Judea, which is called Bethlehem, to pay his taxes? I remember that the, uh, the, 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 the king or the Roman emperor, that's who he was, Caesar Augustus, he made a decree. The whole world should be taxed. I know we don't like him. <laughs> he just going to come out and say, everybody in the world from now on going to pay taxes. <laughs> we don't like him. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 5. It says, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. Yeah. So again, Joseph went there to be taxed, to pay his taxes with his espoused wife, who was ready, she was ready to have the baby because it says she was being, she being great with child, right? right? And, and the spouse means they were married, but they hadn't consummated the marriage. Right. Now, Cameron is saying, well, if they didn't consummate the marriage, how was she going to have a baby? <laughs> right, Cam? You're like, wait, wait a minute now. People supposed to get married, come together, and that's how she had a baby. But it says he, he was with an espouse wife. Now, they married, and it's the same as marriage when I studied it. It's a binding contract. You can only you have to do a divorce to, to get to the letter go, even though they had consummated the marriage. Right. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. But she, uh, Cam was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't come here like you and I through any Adam seed or anything like that, because that seed was corrupt. Amen. Amen. He came here through 
spiritually. That was a spiritual birth for Christ. Amen. He had to come. You have to, to be legal in this earth. You need a physical body. Right. Amen. But he had to have one that, that wasn't touched with corruption to do what he did for us. Amen. Amen. And so that's what that was all about. So look at verse six. It says, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. So she had Jesus. There we have it, saying she was delivered and Jesus was born right there in Bethlehem. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So the birth of Christ was right there in Bethlehem. What is Bethlehem? The place of bread or the house of bread. Amen. That's where the word of God was born and became flesh. Amen. Now, Minister Lisa was waiting on uh, Sister Helena, right, to get her scripture together. And then I just begin to notice her say, the bread of life. <laughs> we got to eat that bread. She was, and I'm like, now look how God just prepared him. his word before I even go up there and say, she just, and she was finding because she wanted, she just don't read any scripture. She got Christ in her. She's looking for the one that Christ put on her spirit to read to us. Amen. Oh, Lord, did y'all see all that stuff going on? And while she looking, Minister Lisa Stelly saying, God is the bread of life. He taste him and see if he not good. Did y'all hear her? And I'm standing there in shock like, Lord, how do you do this? <laughs> uh, good trouble and good trouble wife. Amen. God is in control. Victor, why say God is in control? This ain't no shock or nothing like that. <laughs> Amen. He shows he's in control. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> So he was born in Bethlehem, saints, the place of bread or the house of bread. Now, let me show you this. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'm seeing that everything God does has a purpose. From the place where Jesus was born to his purpose for even sending him here. Yeah. All done for a reason. Yeah. And Jesus knew the reason. That's why he the reason for the season. Amen. <laughs> but I'm going to show you this. We're speaking of the true bread of life, Jesus, right? And now Bethlehem, the house of bread, is where we found the bread, right? Bread, again, is, is a necessity. Our most basic need to sustain us is, is, is the staff of life. Say amen to that. But here's my point. Here's my question right here. I was just studying this. If money was the bread of our lives, the thing that we most needed, then in Bethlehem, which is the house of bread, we would have found money. <laughs> but we didn't find money. <laughs> see, if what we most needed was success, saints, I want y'all to see this, then we would have found success right there in Bethlehem. Or if it was acceptance, or if it was pleasures, or substances, or careers, or possessions of any other thing we desire, we would have found it there in Bethlehem. <laughs> but we most needed Christ. And that's what we found. Amen. 
we found Jesus and he came down from heaven into our lives. So more than anything, we need him. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, we need God. He's, he's, not an, he's not an option, saints. Amen. Now let me show you how Isaiah sees it. Look at Isaiah, Isaiah 55 real quick, verse 1. It says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that have no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Yeah. <laughs> I thought money was bread. <laughs> I say you're talking about, you don't need that. <laughs> Amen. It's not the most important thing. See, Isaiah's talking about what he's talking about, saints. You don't need money. <laughs> he says no money. Buy without money, <laughs> without price. The world don't have a clue on this one. Amen. Amen. But he's saying that because of the redemptive work that was done by Jesus. He already paid the price. Yeah. See, our salvation is a free gift. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Look, it's so free. Then Isaiah asked this question. Look at verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? Isn't that something to say to God? He said, why are you be investing all your time and energy in this stuff that's not feeding you? <laughs> and your labor for that which satisfieth not. <laughs> oh, then he says, listen to me. Look, hearken diligently unto me that you eat that which is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness. <laughs> Saints of God, sometimes... We lavish away opportunities and strength in reading and watching and hearing all this false doctrine, which is not bread. Amen. Oh, says labor to seek happiness. You know, why would we do that to seek happiness in worldly things? And at the end of the day, it's all in vain. That's really what he's saying. Spending our time and money on meaningless things. <clears throat> God is saying through his prophet Isaiah right here, <coughs> to listen to his word diligently. It's good food that your soul will delight in. <coughs> I'm going to read you this final scripture. Because I, <coughs> oh, my throat is so dry. I got to drink this. John chapter 6. There's good food that your soul will delight in, saints. Yeah. And if you look at verse 35, this is what Jesus says. He says, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. <laughs> he that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. See, Jesus was born in the place of bread or the house of bread and tells us right here, I am the bread of life. He is the bread that we eat and never hunger again, saints. Hallelujah. We believe on him, we never thirst. Everybody just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for showing us that your word, Lord, has meaning in everything from the place 
where you were born, <laughs> Bethlehem, <laughs> amen, house of bread. And here he gives us the bread of life, right out of the house of bread, amen. Yeah. <laughs> Micah 5 and 2 says, but thou, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler of Israel, in Israel, whose going forth had been from of old, from everlasting. God is something else. Amen. Our God is something else. Amen. Everything has a meaning. Amen. That's why we got to study his word, saints of God, and protect it. Amen. Protect that word. When God gives you a word, don't let nobody talk you out of it. Amen. Protect it. Oh, no, God told me that. Oh, God, don't. I was giving somebody a <clears throat> something that the Lord gave, did for me, and it was incredible. I mean, but, you know, I, you think you can talk to a person who knows God, and they'll get it. But they said, you know, they insinuated a little bit like, what about a coincidence? I said, I don't know nothing about that. I give God all the glory. Co coincidences and luck. I don't know nothing about that. God said, it's so. It's so. He told me, it's nothing I won't do for you. And I was just trying to share that to let him know, look, if he do it for me, say to God. He'll do it for you. I'm not bragging on, on what he did. For, I'm bragging on God because I know he don't have respect of persons. See, he just won't do that thing for me, and then your turn will come, and he stopped. That's not how it works. Guard that word. So I'm listening to him, and I'm just like, he missed it. <laughs> but God <laughs> still happened. Amen. To God be all the glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. So I really, I just want to thank God for all the prayers that he answers. Because he's answering all of our prayers. I love it. I love when we have something that we pray and then we see the result. Amen. We know that this word, that's why he took that Bible study over. <laughs> Willie say you got to protect the word, and all of a sudden it's like the word. Everybody just had a world, and, and look at this scripture right, and look at this scripture. And the word just begin to just to illuminate. I was like, wow, thank you, Jesus. This word that God speaks is not coming void, and it's creating everything in our life that we need. Amen. Amen. Everything we need is in Him. And who is he? He's his word. Right. Amen. Yeah. And then he has a living word. Because yeah. <laughs> it always was alive. Yeah. It wasn't like it was ever dead. Amen. Yeah. The word of God was always alive. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Just moving. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord.